It's April 20th. You're listening to the President's Daily Brief. I'm your host and former CIA officer, Brian Dean Wright. Your morning intel starts now. Before we start, a quick reminder to those new to the show. The brief you're about to hear is in the same spirit of the actual President's Daily Brief, which is a top-secret summary of the most critical events in the past 24 hours, all delivered to the President each morning by the nation's spymasters. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I am your spy, and this is your brief. Here's what we're going to be talking about this morning. First up, missing missiles. Joe Biden is having a hard time tracking where all those weapons are going once they get to Ukraine. That includes missiles that can bring down commercial airlines. We'll discuss that. Second, student loan forgiveness. It appears that the Biden administration is on the march to forgive student loans, not just delay payments for borrowers, but actually cancel them. I'll explain why there's a better way. And as always, I'm keeping an eye out for developing stories. Put these two on your radar. First up, the nation's governors are striking back. More than two dozen Republican governors are launching an initiative aimed at securing the southern border. Details are a bit light, but promising. We'll cover it. Second, the Biden administration is quietly pushing every federal agency into developing plans to boost voter registry. We're going to talk about why that is a red flag. All up next on the President's Daily Brief. Your first piece of intel this morning, missing missiles. As Joe Biden promises a fresh round of weaponry this morning to Ukraine, there's an alarming report out that confirms what I've been hearing privately. The Biden administration isn't tracking all that weaponry once it lands in Ukraine. Here's what we know. The U.S. and our Western partners are rushing a lot of weaponry into Ukraine, from low-level gear to advanced weaponry. Now, all of that lands first in Poland, and then it's unloaded into Ukrainian trucks for parts unknown within the Ukrainian resistance. But that's the problem. We lose clarity on what exactly happens to all that weaponry. Now, U.S. defense officials are now quietly admitting that they have no good system on tracking virtually anything we send into Ukraine. Or in some cases, there's no system of tracking at all. One official is on record as saying, it all drops into a big black hole. Now, that's an obvious problem, especially when you consider the type of weaponry we're giving the Ukrainians. One of my greatest concerns is the Stinger missile systems. If these ring a bell, they should. America gave them out to Islamic radicals in Afghanistan during their fight against the Soviet Union in the 1980s. They're a shoulder-mounted service-to-air missile designed to take down low-flying aircraft, like Soviet helicopters, it's true, but also things like commercial airliners. Now, it's obvious, or should be, that you might want to keep those weapons on a very tight leash so that they don't end up on the black market or, God forbid, in the hands of a terrorist. But we have credible reporting that the Biden administration is not keeping close tabs on this weaponry. The question is why. I'm hearing that their rationale is that they think they can deal with whatever comes down the road if they have to. But for now, they say, it's all about flooding the zone. All right. I want us to pause for a moment and do a little thought experiment. I want you to think like a spy. Let's say we're a Russian or Chinese operative trying to embarrass or weaken America in front of the world. We know that Ukraine is awash with American weaponry to include portable, shoulder-fired missiles that can bring down airliners. In the world of spies and covert action, that is a very tempting scenario. If we could get our hands on some of these missiles, there are, in fact, about 2,000 of them in Ukraine right now, 
We could then conduct a false flag operation, blowing up a, a commercial flight and then leaving the American missile parts behind, pretending to be someone else. We would then sit back and watch the media cover the explosion, the, the deaths, the, the inhumanity. We'd see people demand an investigation, and then those investigators would see what we left behind. That would generate a global firestorm against the United States for recklessness, for, for being evil, for spreading weapons of mass destruction. Can you just see the headlines? The point of this thought experiment is for all of us to understand the unintended consequences of what might seem like at first a good idea, sending advanced weaponry to stop Vladimir Putin. After all, he is a bad man. He is the aggressor. He should be stopped. But just like chess, you have to be thinking many steps ahead when you start providing this kind of weaponry. But what's clear is that no one in the Pentagon or the White House is, is doing so or, or seems to really even care. But that's not surprising, is it? These are the same people who designed and executed our Afghanistan policies. And then they retreated. And we left behind so much weaponry that it built the Taliban a new army and air force. By the way, did you know that there's a big resale industry of our weapons in Kabul? Afghans are selling this stuff in gun markets there. Some are exporting it all to neighboring Pakistan. That's where we killed Osama bin Laden, in case you're wondering what kind of people might be interested in buying our weaponry in Pakistan. The key takeaway from this brief, ladies and gentlemen, is this. The next time you hear an American politician say, give Ukraine whatever they want, immediately be suspicious of that person it's clear they're not particularly bright. And if you're feeling especially sassy, tell them that giving Ukraine advanced weaponry isn't a well-thought-out plan for a lot of reasons. It's expensive, yes. It's hard to train, that's true. But all too often, it's very hard to control. And clearly, this is a lesson that we should have learned after Afghanistan, but obviously, many of the smart people in D.C. have not. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, once again... Pure Talk is investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. Now, you've heard me talk about Pure Talk before, right? How they provide excellent coverage and service with industry-beating rates. And now, I'm happy to announce that Pure Talk is also providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network but now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. Look, that's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Bring your phone, and PureTalk's eSIM technology makes switching so simple. Or you can get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch to the cell phone company that I know will provide you with outstanding service and value. PureTalk. Just go to puretalk.com slash baker, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you imagined, to start saving today. And when you do, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, visit puretalk.com slash baker to start saving on wireless at home and abroad. 
Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Switching gears to the next story, student loan forgiveness. You're going to want to listen to this even if you're not a student or even if the subject itself seems a bit dry because it actually gets to the heart of who we are as a people. All right, first the news on it. The Biden administration admitted just days ago that it is open to canceling all student debt that is owned by the federal government. Jen Psaki said that on a podcast. Now that would be unprecedented. Some 40 million Americans would qualify for debt forgiveness, totaling about $1.6 trillion. That's trillion, the T. I want to be clear on something. I'm not talking about loan deferrals, although you may be hearing about that in the news too. Instead, I'm talking about cancellation of all student debt that's owned by the federal government. Because that's what Joe Biden now says he's open to. And a lot of his fellow Democrats agree. Now, there are many reasons debt forgiveness or cancellation is a bad idea. For instance, a blanket forgiveness would let rich people off the hook just as much as it would help the 40% of borrowers who never actually finished college but walked away with the debt. That's a terrible statistic. But I want to put that debate aside for a second. Because when I hear about this issue in the mainstream media, I never hear anyone talking about a loan cancellation plan that is already on the books. And that is this, being of service to your country. Currently, the U.S. Army and Navy both repay up to $65,000 of your student loans. The National Guard, up to $50,000. And the Coast Guard, up to $30,000. Let's put those numbers into context. The average federal student loan debt is $37,000, or less than the Army and the Navy and the National Guard offer. In other words, if young people wanted their student loan debt canceled, and I mean right now, they could do it. They just have to be of service to their country. But so many don't and won't. Meanwhile, isn't it suspicious that you haven't heard Joe Biden talk about this solution? Because he hasn't, I looked. I can't find one speech that he's made offering this as the best or most simple of solutions. But a predecessor of his probably would have from his own party, in fact. That would be President John F. Kennedy. During his inaugural address, our young president from Massachusetts told the nation, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. It's quite remarkable, isn't it, to hear those words? They were spoken in 1961, but they might as well have been spoken a thousand years ago in another land by another party. Because can you imagine Joe Biden uttering those words? or Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or Elon Omar? Can you imagine uh, mainstream media outlets like CNN or, 
or MSNBC encouraging young people to join the military and, and get rid of that college debt? I don't know what your answers are to those questions about Mr. Biden, AOC, and CNN, and MSNBC, but I'm going to be honest with you. I think I can hear some of y'all screaming all the way down here in Arizona. And so the solution that I'm offering here, and that the counsel that I would provide to the president if I were to be briefing him this morning, is this. Tell America that their loans can be forgiven, but on one condition. They be of service to their country. The military already has the programs, and maybe we should extend those same programs to, to people serving in the Peace Corps or AmeriCorps. Yeah, maybe some of you don't agree, but that's all right. I think we could have a reasonable conversation about that, Republican and Democrat alike. And it would be a nice way, wouldn't it, of bringing the country together to remind each other that this country is great and that part of what makes it great is serving it. And for any politician who disagrees, well, We'll let the voters decide if that's a person worthy of serving in Congress or the White House. Now, as always, I'm keeping an eye on developing stories. Put these two on your radar. First up, the nation's governors are striking back at lawlessness. Late yesterday, 26 governors announced that they were stepping up to protect the nation's southern border. They're going to create a shared initiative. It's called the American Governors Border Strike Force. The idea is to share intelligence and analysis of cartel activity, along with human and drug smuggling operations. They're also going to better coordinate and interdict illegal activity that uses the southern interstate highways. The goal here is for border states like Texas and Arizona to share what they've learned with other states further north. Some parts of the strike force plan were a bit vague, like monitoring cybersecurity issues, although no further information on that was offered. Maybe because of operational security, I'm not sure, but still, it's a noble effort and worthy of our following. I hope it succeeds. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, we made it through winter. Look at that. And spring, well, it's in full bloom, which of course means summer is just around the corner. You see how I figured that out? And that means more time spent outdoors. Not to mention, you got to get into summer shape, huh? Factor can help you spend less time in the kitchen and make sure you're eating well and meeting your wellness goals. Factors, no prep, no mess meals, save time, and help with getting and keeping you in great shape for summer, thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors, fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Seriously, it's going to be beach time soon. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking or cleaning up. Factor is part of our meal routine at the Baker Compound. And I can tell you, food is delicious and it's a complete time saver. Head to factormeals.com pdb50, that's five zero, and use code pdb50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code PDB50 at factormeals.com slash PDB50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing. And for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening. Am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. 
They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast-growing trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. Lastly, I'm also watching this next story closely, and I think you're going to see why. Last year, President Biden ordered all agencies in the federal bureaucracy to, quote, expand citizen opportunities to register to vote and participate in the electoral process. It sounds good at first, doesn't it? More people voting is well, seemingly good, but not so fast. Two very curious things about this executive order. First, the Constitution doesn't grant the president authority over federal elections. That is reserved for the states, and to some lesser degree, to Congress. In other words, Biden may well be violating the Constitution here by using the federal government and the bureaucracy to involve itself in federal elections. Second, and this is actually really odd, listen to this, the White House refuses to release the plans that various agencies have already created. Now, these plans were turned into the White House last September. So when, when people have asked for details about these plans, the Biden administration has given a general overview for a few agencies, but not many and not much detail. Now, not surprisingly, there are some people who find this very concerning. An organization called the Foundation for Government Accountability finds it, well, frankly, not just concerning, but alarming. They note that the White House directive was remarkably similar to one pushed by a radical leftist organization in which they called on the government to turn the bureaucracies into, quote, voter registration agencies. In other words, NASA has a new mission, I guess. It's not to the moon. At any rate, this Foundation for Government Accountability is suing the Department of Justice at some point this week to force at least that agency, the DOJ, to learn more about this Biden voting plan. So what exactly is going on here? Why is Joe Biden ordering the federal government to engage in a voter drive? And what protections are there from, say, employees feeling pressured to either register if they prefer not to, or declare themselves a Republican or Democrat on the registration form while people, colleagues, are watching? These are good questions, questions that we have a right to have answered. The coming lawsuit should give us some answers. It's going to take a while. But it's a shame that Joe Biden wouldn't just share details of this plan without a lawyer forcing him to. I'll keep you posted regardless. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes your morning brief. I will speak with you again tomorrow for the latest edition of the President's Daily Brief. I'm so proud to say our listenership is growing and you are a key part of making that happen. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And thank you for telling your friends about the show. And as always, I remind you of why we are here talking about our country. It's the creed of every good spy and every smart American. It's from John chapter 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. 
the day. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation we don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available.